Welcome to the Taproom PostNet Podcast. I am Delta04, and we will be covering the Nets topic of the week. Welcome, y'all. I am Delta04, located in the Redoubt of the South. This is Taprin Postnet Podcast, episode 14-02. Before we officially get started, I just wanted to say I really appreciate everyone's encouraging comments about the first episode. It really means a lot to me. Also, a special thanks goes out to Dark Horse 6 for answering my countless questions about my post-production work on the first episode and for uh, volunteering their time, helping with uh, that part of the process going forward. Okay, y'all ready to get started? Because I know I am, so let's begin. For those who do not know, the goal of the TapperNet is to share and disseminate information that can help everyone achieve individual independence and self-reliance. Every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern, Tappern has an amateur radio HF net, and during the net, we'll have a topic of the evening. So basically, this podcast is a summary of the combined knowledge our check-ins share during the Tappern nets. If y'all have any questions about Tappern, feel free to go to the following website, www.amron.com, and phonetically, that is www.alpha-mike-romeo-romeo oscarnovember.com. In the beginning of this year, the Amron Group and Tapron Group merged, so you can find Tapron information, including the net schedule and frequency, at the Amron site. All right, let's take a quick break, and then I'll provide y'all a net check-in report, and then we'll finally cover the June 15th Tapron Net Topics. And we're back. For June 15, 2014, Tappern had the following states check in. Five from Virginia, five from Ohio, three from Kentucky, three from Florida, two each from South Carolina and Georgia, and one each from the following states. Texas, Wisconsin, Tennessee, Indiana, New York, Michigan, Massachusetts, and Alabama. Thank you, everybody, for checking in. This time, we had two topics for the evening. The first topic was what everyone was doing for the ARRL Field Day. And the second topic was what is your favorite cookbook or website you go to for recipes. All right, now I know some of y'all may be thinking, come on, Delta Zero Four, what do cookbooks have to do with preparedness? Well, let me throw out this scenario out there. You have about 50 pounds each of beans and rice, and you are on day 21 of an emergency situation. Without a good cookbook or a large variety of recipes pre-planned, even the toughest of folks can get a little tired of the same old meal every day. Now, don't get me wrong, I completely get the whole, well, you should be grateful to have any food at all, and I agree. But a good variety of meals can really help with the morale of your family and friends during a stressful emergency. The first topic, the ARRL Field Day. This event is held every year on the fourth weekend of June. For more information about it, you can go to www.arrl.org. Phonetically, that's www.alpha-romeo-romeo-lima-lima-lima-lima-lima-lima-lima-lima-lima-lima-lima-lima-lima-lima-lima-lima-lima-lima-lima-lima-lima-lima-lima-lima-lima-lima-
org. There is a field day locator at the website, but probably your best bet is to Google your local ham club and they'll have more detailed information about an event in your area. Personally, I think the event is fun and even if you're not a ham, you can learn a lot if you get a chance to attend. For those of y'all who are new hams or haven't had much time on the air lately, this is a wonderful time to dust off that rig and get some good practice in. And along those lines, one suggestion is, if possible, try to make contacts during different parts of the day. Especially for HF, you'll get an idea of what bands work best during certain times of the day. Now that is also true for different times of the year, but that's a whole nother can of worms to open up. Anyway, our check-ins commented on a good variety of planned activities for the upcoming field day. Most everyone plans to meet up with their local ham club and join in on the fun, which includes setting up and operating various radios, having barbecues, camping out, and most importantly, spending time with family and friends. Some clubs will even have their event at a public park or church. And the great thing about this event is it gets the community involved. For instance, a couple of check-ins mentioned getting the Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts involved. The kids are going to set up and get a chance to operate a rig and hope to even earn a merit badge. Another check-in who has monthly preparedness classes at their store, they plan to take some of their students to field day and let them see what amateur radio is all about. Some clubs will have all sorts of different gear there for the community to see. Anything from the simple but highly effective QRP CW rig and dipole antennas strung up in the trees, all the way up to full-blown high-tech emergency communication trailers and super cool crank-up towers with huge beam antennas. And if you don't know of a club event near you, don't fret, because you can even operate or monitor if you don't have your license yet from your home. One check-in mentioned he's a fairly new ham and has a new rig, so they plan to operate from their shack and get, uh, get some very good practice in dealing with all sorts of typical noise that you run into on a busy day on the band. And uh, he also plans on learning more about the filters on, on their rig. A couple of uh, folks plan to take their portable rig to the top of a local mountain and operate from there. If you have a portable rig, you know, bust it out and see how long it takes you to set it up and get on the air and see how long that fully charged battery will really last. It's good practice. All of those are very good practice ideas, and I hope um, it might help y'all come up with other ideas for field day. So whether you plan to attend with the group or operate alone, The options are there to make the most of a very active ham radio day. Okay, the second topic of the evening, favorite cookbooks or websites with good recipes. Like they always say, folks, variety is the spice of life, and that's also true when it comes to emergency food. Our check-ins provided a wonderful list of recipe websites and cookbooks. For instance, PickYourOwn.org, CanningGranny.blogspot.com, PreparednessPro.com, Foxfire Book of Appalachian Cookery, Great Food Fast by Bob Warden, and The Blood Sugar Solution by Dr. Mark Hyman. Now, I know I went through those fast, so I'll list them on the website so y'all can look them up if you want. Two honorable mentions were the quote-unquote 
kill it and grill it approach and the quote unquote recipes in my wife's head approach. Now, I know that last one might sound familiar to some of y'all out there, huh? While I couldn't help but smile at those two mentioned, it does bring up some good points. If you don't have some wild game recipes, maybe think about downloading some from the internet or better yet, buy a cookbook that happens to be on sale. Because a lot of us might run into that quote-unquote kill-it-and-grill-it situation. And if you have some favorite recipes on the internet, or someone knows them by heart, consider printing them out or asking that great cook in your family to write it down. You never know if the internet could go down, or maybe that special family uh, chef is unfortunately very sick, and you'd like to at least attempt to make some of their delicious chicken and rice soup to help them feel a little bit better. And last but not least, if you have a family member or friend with special dietary needs, for instance, a gluten-free or low sugar, try to keep that in mind when preparing and buying food for long-term storage. So in summary, don't forget those essentials when it comes to preparedness. A good cookbook or two and some pre-planning of ingredients for meals might just be the ticket to help keep the morale up during an emergency situation. All right, y'all, that is all for this episode. A special thanks to those who checked into the net and provided us all the great information to share. God bless everyone. Until next week, this is Delta Zero Four, clear.